0: Hello, everybody. This is Alan Warren with The Gears Podcast. I am here with my good buddy and co-host, Brian Franks. How's it going today, Brian? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Thanks. Uh, We are going to talk a little bit this uh, episode uh, about something different. We're changing gears, how that works. Uh, We are going to be talking about Universal Orlando for the next couple of episodes. Um, They've got some interesting things going on. Uh, before we get into that, I'll just remind you that uh, on the last episode, we did a review of Call of the Wild, uh, and we talked about Memory Maker, and uh, we gave our opinions of if we were CEO for a day. Uh, so if you haven't gotten a chance to check out episode six, please go back and check that out. Um, so we're going to get forward here and move into Universal Orlando. Um, do we have anything new and recent we need to talk about, Brian, about new news or anything going on?
1: Um, I mean, just kind of you know touch base again on that. City Walk is open, so you are free to roam about City Walk and look at the shops and check out some of the restaurants that are open. You do have to wear a mask; it is required. Um, and the Universal, the theme parks, are going to open back up June fifth. So, um, exciting news to see how that's going to work and. We should have an exclusive for you guys shortly after they open. So stay tuned.
0: Yeah, be pretty cool. Uh, They just announced too, that the uh, resorts at Universal Orlando are reopening uh, on June 2nd, most of the resorts. There's two so far that are not opening yet, but um, I'm sure that'll be part of the phase coming in. Uh, Still good to see. We got some things opening up and going on. Uh, So cool. Um, So before we get going too far, we want to just let you know, we're going to be talking about Universal Orlando Resort. Uh, We want to give you kind of a breakdown of how Universal Orlando um, is situated and how they're different from Disney. So um, the most important thing to know about the differences is they're not very far apart. Uh, They're only 20, 30 minutes drive apart, not too far um, down uh, Interstate 4 there in Orlando. Um, But the biggest difference of Universal is... Uh, both of the parks currently and most of the resorts or i oh, all, sorry, all three of the parks and, and most of the resorts are currently um, in a much smaller footprint than what's down the street at Walt Disney World. So um, you can actually walk through city walk to either park. Um, you could walk out the front gate of universal studios and walk over to islands of adventure and go in the front gate there. It's all um, kind of situated like a big V uh, so that it's, it's, pretty simple to get around. If you are staying at one of the um, on-site resorts, uh, some of the premier resorts have water transportation, so you can actually take a boat from your resort right over to CityWalk and then walk into the parks. Uh, and the uh, value resorts have bus transportation that will take you up to City Walk and let you uh, access the parks that way. So it's a, it's a much smaller property. Uh, there is a property um, just kind of across the highway that was previously um, a water park called wet and wild and universal purchased that property a while back um, before volcano bay opened and they opened volcano bay on the actual Universal Studios property and there's two new value resorts that are um, have recently opened over there on that property um, just kind of across the highway they are still serviced by universal buses Uh, it is a fairly short walk over um, from the other side of the highway there Uh, just kind of give you an idea it's Not as spread out and not as enormous as it is at Walt Disney World down the street. So kind of different things there. And there's actually also one attraction that connects the two parks. So if you are in Universal Studios or um, Islands of Adventure and you want to get to the other park, if you have a multi-day or park-to-park ticket, you can actually take the Hogwarts Express, uh, which is in the Wizarding Worlds of Harry Potter, from one park to the other. So that's kind of an interesting uh, option there as well. You're inside the parks when you make that transfer. Uh, But when you arrive at the resort, so if you are um, just coming in for the day, you will actually arrive at Universal Studios uh, or Universal Orlando Resort, and you will park in one of two giant multi-level parking structures that they have and the parking garages. And uh, you will take flat moving escalators through the rotunda area, which is where all their security screening is done. Uh, And then from there, you'll be able to continue across the bridge into City Walk. And then you'll make a right into Universal Studios Florida or to the left towards Islands of Adventure. So, several different ways to access uh, Universal. Again, if you're coming by car or bus, um, you would, if you're coming by car, you'd go to the parking garages. If you're coming by bus, you would go right to the rotunda in the bus area um, to access City Walk and the parks. Or if you're staying on property, you would have those buses or the watercraft uh, that can get you back and forth as well. So, pretty simple to get around. It's It's a much smaller property overall. Um, what else can we tell them, Brian?
1: Yeah, I mean, I like Universal for the simple fact that it is smaller. It is easy to get around. Your uh, resorts are a lot closer to the park. Um, some of them, like you said, you can take a water taxi to, or you can even walk to. Um, so if you're at um, Aventura or Cabana Bay, you can walk to Volcano Bay. If you're at Hard Rock or Lowe's Portofino, you can walk to either one of the theme parks. Um, so it's it's a lot different than Disney in that regard. Um, you mentioned the two new Endless Summer resorts. How they're value, but they're not as spread out as value. They're basically just two big towers that are several stories tall, versus Disney, where you have a couple of different buildings where they're you know three or four levels and they're spread out all over the complex. So, um, so the values to me at Universal are a little better than Disney. I don't want to really like saying that because we, is our main <laughs> source, but, um, they don't feel like value resorts and, you know, I maybe later on we'll kind of dive into the resorts, um, on a different episode because there are so many different options and each one of them are unique, just like at Disney. So, um, when you are, Going to either one of the theme parks, you have what's called a park-to-park option, which is like a park hopper at Disney where it gives you the ability to jump from one park to the next. And you can jump from any one of the three different parks. You have Universal Studios Florida, you have Islands of Adventure and Volcano Bay. The park hopper works at all three of those. You also have an Express Pass option, which is Universal's version of the Fast Pass system. You get a ticket, This ticket is valid for most of the rides, not all of them, but it does allow you to skip the line for most of the rides and attractions. And you have the regular express pass option, and then you have the unlimited, which means you can go multiple times for the same ride. With the regular express pass option, which is about $90 per person, you can only skip that
0: ride the line once for that ride yeah this is still pretty cool option, though, but they they are yeah. paid options in most cases too. Yes, that is a little bit different from Universal, but Express Pass yes. is basically a paid option.
1: Yep. however, if you do stay at one of Universal's premier resorts, then the express option is included in your resort stay. So mm-hmm. it's like I said, it saves you about ninety dollars per person. If you can go that route um, plus you're you're closer to the parks. So again, you know, we'll need to do a universal resort episode just to kind of fill everybody in on the different resorts because there's some really good options there. And there really you are. and I have discussed in the past, if, if Disney's full and you're having a hard time finding a reservation at Disney, a universal resort is, you know, is a really nice place to stay as a, as a backup option. And then you just get transportation over to Disney for the day. So um, we, we've, we've known people to do that and they were very satisfied with it. Um, but as Alan said, we're going to do a three-part mini-series on Universal. We're going to kind of break down the parts. Today, we're going to leave out the Wizarding World of Harry Potter from the episode because we know we need to dive into that a little deeper. So episodes eight and nine, we will go into that, and we're hoping to bring in a Harry Potter expert, one of our fellow mouse experts, um, Dorothy. We're hoping to have her on for a couple episodes, episodes. Um, we're going to start off with the Universal Studios Florida, which was the original park. It opened in 1990. The original attractions included the ori- original Confrontation, Earthquake, Jaws, E.T. Adventure, which was one of my favorites. Uh, it had the original Nickelodeon Studios. After a short time being open, they quickly added the Blues Brothers show and the Back to the Future attraction in 1991. I remember very vividly riding the Back to the Future ride when it first opened. And it was very much like the uh, Star Tours at Epcot, um, you know, flying around the Delorean, you know, kind of the same ride experience. However, you're you're going through time versus going through space. But um, any one of those ride. stick out to you? Yeah. So any yeah. one of those stick out to you as being original?
0: Uh, well, ET is the only one that's still around that you can yeah. still experience. All the other attractions that we mentioned there um, are pretty much gone um and been replaced uh et is a great attraction though i mean it's you know it's et it's it's what made steven spielberg you know one of the things that made steven spielberg what he is um so it's pretty cool uh and i agree that the back to the future attraction was really great
1: i i'm sure somewhere i've got the picture of me standing next to the train that uh, Doc Brown turned into a time machine. Mm-hmm. Um, that and the DeLorean. I, I remember those sitting outside the ride and getting pictures taken with them. And I'm probably in my with my mullet in those pictures.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I can tell you that the Kong ride was pretty cool too. So it was uh, yeah. like riding this Staten Island tram uh, and you would go through mm-hmm. and Kong would actually pick your tram up and kind of look at you and breathe his banana breath on you. Uh, and Jaws was actually pretty interesting. So. Yes there were some great attractions there that you know some of the classics that have kind of moved on a little bit
1: yeah i'm glad to see et still there though because that was one of my favorites yeah Um, but some of the rides that you can experience now include um well we'll start off with you know the ones that are for everybody you have shrek 4d which is a um of course you have 4d uh, 3d glasses on um kang and kudos twirling her woody woodpecker's nuthouse coaster which is a Smaller coaster for young kids. Uh, I believe that one actually has a height limit, correct? It or does. Yeah. It's fairly small, though. Well, I was thinking if you're above a certain height, you can't ride that one, I believe. Ah, I will I'm have I'm to check with on that one. So I, I feel like I remember seeing that. But, uh, and then you got Despicable Me, Minion, and Mayhem, which I rode for the first time in February. It is very cute. Again, um, it's a 3d ride where you're kind of going through and helping out the minions um so if you have a minions fans, that's definitely one to check out I for love your slightly the older kids yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't a big fan when the movie came out but they've grown on me so um they're different personalities you know i can match somebody i know up with just about every one of them so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's uh, part of the
1: fun right yeah so for your slightly older kids uh we're going to say they're 40 inches and up You have Transformers The Ride. You have The Simpsons Ride. Uh, The Simpsons Ride is really fun if you're Simpsons fans. Uh, you got The Race Through New York starring Jimmy Fallon, which is pretty awesome. I'm a huge Jimmy Fallon fan and The Tonight Show fan, so getting to experience that one and just walking through the queue and and seeing all the um, memorabilia from the show I thought was really neat. I think they did a really good job with that. You have Fast and the Furious Supercharged. So if you have a Fast and the Furious fan, they've got an attraction for you. And then they've got the Men in Black Alien Attack. So all, all good choices for those 40, 40 inches and up. And then for your Ultimate Thrill Seekers, which are your big-time roller coaster people, uh, you have the Revenge of the Mummy, and the Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket, which scares people just looking at it (laughs) so i thought it was really good i you know i love roller coasters and i was extremely excited just to have the opportunity to ride that one in the minute i saw it and um it's definitely worth it so
0: yeah i'm a big roller coaster fan too but that one's a little interesting with that straight up vertical lift uh and the interesting seat restraint on that one is different from from many other roller coasters you used to
1: yeah so what Alan's referring to is when you get in the ride, you are, you know, standing up and uh, I guess you're pretty much standing up all the way. Um, But then as the ride slowly makes its way out of the gate, you are vertical on your back um, going up to the top of the hill, but you also have a radio in front of you where you get to pick your theme music for the ride that you, you know, the song that you want to listen to while the ride's going on. And um I know there's Beastie Boys sabotage. Um there's a couple different country songs. Mm-hmm. I can't remember all of them, but I Ooh, I, I remember Beastie Boys fun. Yeah. yeah. Um But that that is a really fun ride. And like I said, you know, when you're laying on your back, going up the hill and you can't see anything but the sky above you, <laughs> it does give <laughs> you this, you know, a little bit of butterflies in your stomach. So uh, it's definitely one of those, if you're a thrill seeker, you definitely got to check out. But, um, speaking of butterflies, there are shows and entertainment. And if you get a little squeamish about some things, there's a fear factor live show that you can check out. Universal Spore Makeup show is still there. Uh, you have Universal Orlando cinematic celebration, a day in the park with Barney, the blues Brothers show, which we mentioned, um, animal actors on location, and Universal Superstar Parade. So I haven't really had a chance to check out a lot of those other than the Blues Brother uh, Blues Brothers Show and the Superstar Parade. Um, you got any insights on any of those?
0: Yep, uh, I've seen most of those. Um, so Fear Factor Live is a pretty interesting show if you're a Fear Factor person. So you, they actually get to pick uh, some contestants out of the audience. Uh, you can go in and try and sign up to be a contestant earlier in the day and uh, play Fear Factor. So that's kind of a cool attraction. Uh, the Universal Horror Makeup Show is pretty cool. They go over uh, the history of makeup uh, and how makeup effects have worked throughout the years. Um, so some pretty cool things that go on in there. Um, a Day in the Park with Barney. If you have kids and you're Barney fans, I can tell you it's almost impossible to go in there in a bad mood and still come out in a bad mood. It's just so <laughs> sugary, sweet, cute. Um, and i'm not a huge barney fan but every time i come out i'm in a better mood than when i went in so it's kind of interesting (laughs) um the blues brothers is an outdoor show so the blues brothers come in in the car Mm -hmm. uh and and they you know do some of the songs from the movie um it's pretty cool Uh, animal actors is a great um stadium show for anybody uh they they uh, have a company there that works with um animals from movies television so they come in and show you how some of the um scenes are done using various different animals. Um, so that's always pretty cool. Uh, I have not seen the superstar parade since that has been um, implemented, but they've gone to traditional floats and a lot of the universal characters uh, then are on those floats and they do a parade. And the other thing that's relatively new um, is the Universal Orlando Cinematic Celebration. So this is kind of their nighttime um, show that they do in Universal Studios on the Lagoon. Uh, it's fairly new. I haven't had the opportunity to see this one myself yet, um, but it's it's pretty cool from what we've seen of it and the videos we've seen. Um, and, and that one does run seasonally as well. Yeah, so. I like the
1: Blues Brothers because they you know when they're coming because they drive down the street in their car with the music playing, and you know it's one of those where everybody just stops and takes pictures. And you know they they do a really good job of interacting with the crowds as they're going down the street. So. Yeah. Um, Definitely love that one. And some more entertainment that you guys can run into are the characters that are located within uh, Universal Studios Florida. And you've got some of your traditional characters that have been around for a very long time, but they've added some new ones as well. And you have Hello Kitty. You have the Transformers, which are, I would say, I don't know what, 20, 30 feet tall that are... They're, they're uh, pretty 50, tall. About, like, 15, yeah, about 15, Yeah, probably about 15-ish feet.
0: Um, and there's three and Transformers are, that come out. You would get Bumblebee... Um, you would get Megatron, and you would get Optimus Prime. Yep, that you'd be able to meet with at different times. Yeah,
1: yep. Um, you have Shrek and Donkey. You have different characters from the Simpsons show. So again, if you have Simpsons fans, they, they have a whole little like, Springfield area um, in Universal Studios Florida where you can have a, a Simpsons experience. SpongeBob is there, and then there's a lot of people that love SpongeBob. You've got your pickle mm-hmm. movie characters again. Um some of my favorites the Marilyn Monroe, Doc Brown, Betty Boop. Um Woody Woodpecker and Curious George are also there for your young kids that uh I don't know how many kids know who Curious George and Woody Woodpecker are but um definitely some different characters that you can meet uh that are I feel like really rare because we you know we're reaching a generation where they don't know who a lot of these people are. So yeah this may be the only, you know, the experience they get with them. And, you know, I love Marilyn Monroe and Betty Boop, Doc Brown, because those were there when I was there. You know, when I, when Universal first opened, those are the ones I remember. So um, definitely enjoy seeing those. And and there's many more too. There's, there's some that are seasonal that come out um, during the Halloween horror shows and the Christmas time, but uh, there's quite the a few part, characters
0: closely. there people don't realize though, so uh, occasionally yeah. the classic monsters will come out, so you might find Dracula, you might find Frankenstein, yeah. um, like I said, Marilyn Monroe is there, um, the um, Scooby-Doo gang is there, so yes. Scooby-Doo, Shaggy, uh, Velma, Fred, and Daphne. Um, who else have we seen? We've seen uh, some of the characters from Madagascar at times. Um, yeah. And, and there's quite a I few. love I love when the monsters
1: come out because I feel like Universal Studios Florida is very famous for their um, presentation of the monster films, mm-hmm. of the horror films. Um, you have the monster characters that come out, you have the makeup show that we talked about. Um, and there's just so many different references to the classic horror films at Universal Studios Florida. And another one is the Monsters Cafe, the classic Monsters Cafe. Um, which is a popular quick Cyrus dining restaurant. You have Duff's Brewery, which is another one. Mel's drive-in, Moe's Tavern. And then you have the Today Cafe, where, you know, it's representation of the Today Show. And then you have two quick service options as well in Universal Studios Florida, and that's Lombard's Seafood um, and then Finnegan's Bar and Grill. Those are the table service So options. Yes, those are the two yeah. table service options. At, at, um, so there's, there's plenty to eat outside of the park but if you're in the park and you don't want to leave to go to city walk to one of those nice restaurants there, you do have several different quick service and table service options within the park
0: as well. So, and there's a wide variety of food in there for everything, you know, from burgers and chicken um, to dogs. Um, There's salad options in a lot of places now. Um, Yeah. There's there's a lot of, it's not your typical, yeah, it's not
1: your typical theme park food anymore. Um, They both universal and Disney have really done a good job of, upgrading their menus so you're not stuck with the same options at every restaurant, just spread out all over the place. Um, there's pizza and some of these restaurants. Um, you mentioned the salads, which everybody's trying to eat healthier. So um, there's definitely different options that you can do. And you know, we'll have to do a dining plan episode as well because Universal Studios does have a dining plan for the resorts and for the theme parks.
0: So That's right, covers both. Yeah, um, so there's some things to note about Universal Studios. It's done some changing over the years since 1990, uh, as we kind of talked about. So um, the areas that have really changed a lot, so uh, the New York area where Confrontation used to be, uh, that building now home uh, is home to the Mummy uh, attraction. So that one's interesting to know. Uh, down the street where uh, Earthquake used to be in the San Francisco area, that is where Fast and Furious Supercharged is. Uh, as you move down to what used to be the jaws and amity area that's actually the part of the wizarding world of harry potter now um so some of those things have changed if you come back across the lagoon where back to the future used to be that whole area has been redesigned into a simpsons area so that's why you have the simpsons ride um the ang and king uh ride are there the twirl and hurl it's it's similar to a dumbo ride um but there's a lot of interesting little comments and things that go off with that it's it's fun to do um There's a lot of changes through the park um, over the years. You know, Men in Black was added back in there. Um, They kind of expanded back into uh, what used to be an employee parking lot area. So there's some really cool things going on. Um, A lot of changes. Um, Just keep in mind that that's out there. And, um, you know, more changes could possibly come. We never know what's going to happen next. Uh, But it's it's a great park. There's a lot of really good opportunity to go and see some of the classics. And uh, they, they try to stay pretty current. That's one thing.
1: Yeah, if, you, um, if you're a Simpsons fan, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. But if you're not a Simpsons fan, the comments on the Hurl and Twirl, <laughs> um, they're, they're just hilarious because it's, they act the same on the show as they do on the ride. And they're in the middle of the attraction while you're spinning. You're spinning on one of their tentacles. And you know they're just making comments throughout the entire ride. So it's, it's very funny just to sit there and listen to them. I mean, even if you think the ride's going to make you sick, Just just stand there for a few minutes and listen. And, you know, you'll get a kick out of it. And, you know, we don't like to mention rumors on this show, but one that I do want to mention is a possible change that we could see coming. It is coming to another Universal Park, and that is the uh, Nintendo World Mm -hmm. uh, or Nintendo Land that um, keeps popping up. And Nothing's been official, but I would be very interested to see if they brought that over and how that would work. And I know they say they'll probably replace Woody Woodpecker and Barney and Curious George. Um, But I would definitely see be interested in seeing how that plays out. Cause I know my son would be into it. I would be interested to see what video games they brought with it. If it was just Mario or if they brought some of the others, but um, I know they're bringing it to another park. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see.
0: Yep. So they are working on some uh, Nintendo world area on the west coast in California. Hasn't been officially announced, but that's what uh, everybody is presuming that big building that's going in down next to the Transformers is. Uh, mm-hmm. However, we haven't really talked a whole lot about that Universal has announced that they are building a fourth theme park and a fourth set of resorts and everything. Uh, it will be a little bit away down the street, a mile or two from the current property. And uh, that particular property we believe is where Nintendo World will go. It was originally slated to go to Universal Studios Florida, um, but we think it will go into the new park as the new park gets, uh underway. Yeah. They've been doing a lot of ground clearing and um, preparing of the land for that new park, but we haven't seen anything go vertical yet. So no, it'll be interesting to see how that uh, starts to progress once it does. Um, but yeah. some interesting changes coming.
1: Yeah. And I mean, again, there, there was talk of it going to Universal Studios Florida. There's talk of it going to the new... Um, acreage that they purchased but um, nothing's been confirmed so you know until that date we'll uh, we'll just wait and see but one thing that we do know is there is island's adventure
0: island's adventure that's right so um, i was actually working at universal studios and opened islands of adventure um i was a former tour guide at universal and then i opened islands adventure uh, actually in merchandise and uh, islands adventure opened back in may 1999 along with the CityWalk uh, area as part of the big expansion that converted Universal Studios Florida to the Universal Orlando Resort. Um, there are some great things in Islands of Adventure. Um, each island has its own theme, so it's kind of uh, myths and legends and things like that. So one of the main areas um, mm-hmm. in, Seuss, in in the Islands of Adventure that's really cool is Seuss Landing. So um, I can tell you that Audrey Geisel, who is the widow of uh, Dr. Seuss, uh, had a lot of say in what was going on in Seuss Landing. So it was cool to um, meet her when I got to and uh, see her be really excited about the parks. So over in Seuss Landing, it's it's kids themed, but for the adults that grew up um, with Dr. Seuss in the books, uh, it's still really cool to go and experience. So mm-hmm. there's some really cool rides over there. There's one that's called the Kara um, which is all different types of characters from Dr. Seuss's books. So you can actually ride a cowfish as one of the animals. Um, some cool things there. Uh, they have a, a, another spinner Dumbo style ride, um, but that one is called One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish, just like the book. Um, this one has a really cool twist. There are three towers of fish that surround the ride. And as the ride goes on, there is a rhyme that goes along with it. And if you follow the rhyme, you stay dry. And if you don't, Those three towers of fish around the outside will spit on you (laughs) and get you wet. So it's kind of an interactive thing that's kind of fun. Uh, So yeah, there's a whole little song that goes with it. Follow the rhyme and you'll stay dry. Uh, There is a ride called the Cat in the Hat. Uh, This is cool. It's kind of like sitting on a big couch as you ride through a three-dimensional telling of the Cat in the Hat story. So the Cat in the Hat's in there. um, just some really cool animatronics. You'll find Thing 1 and Thing 2 and and learn the story of the Cat in the Hat. Um, That's pretty neat. And then one of the additions they put in later, after the park opened, uh, is called the High in the Sky, sorry, High in the Sky Seuss Trolley Train Ride. <laughs> so this is like a elevated train that goes around, and you get a really cool view of Seuss Landing from, um, you know, up high. You go around the Carousel. Cell, um, there's just it's a pretty neat attraction. You go through and you um, kind of learn the story of the Sneetches, the Star-Bellied Sneetches. You go, you go
1: through um, one of the restaurants as well. Yes. Circus
0: so, McGurkis. Yeah. yeah. So there's some pretty cool things going on there. Um, over in Seuss Landing, there are some great character meets that you can um, find and they you can meet the Cat in the Hat. Um, and the Cat in the Hat's costume is actually pretty cool. He is black and white, just like he is in the book. Um, but a lot of times he tends to look two dimensional um, when you photograph him head on. That's kind of neat. He looks almost like a cutout, hmm. but he's not. He's real. Um, and you can meet the Grinch. So the Grinch is there. Uh, occasionally, you can meet Thing One and Thing Two, and Sam I Am. So there's some really cool opportunities there. Uh, I've also seen the Lorax out occasionally. So I don't know how often he comes out, uh, but the Lorax has been sighted over in Seuss Landing as well. Uh, if you're looking for some food over in Seuss Landing, uh, you will find the Green Eggs and Ham Cafe. We can actually get Green Eggs and Ham. Uh, there is a booth called Moose Juice Goose Juice. Again, these are right out of the books. Um, so there's really cool. Um, kind of Gatorade fruit juice kind of flavored uh, juices that you can get at Moose Juice Goose Juice. Uh, And there's a Hop on Pop ice cream shop. So gotta get some ice cream while you're over there. And why not stop by Hop on Pop? Uh, There's a lot of rides and attractions as you go around the park. Um, So Seuss Landing is one major area. Another major area is um, the Marvel Superhero Island. Uh, One of them is uh, classic Toon, Toon Lagoon. Uh, it's all the tune, comic strip tunes that you might remember from your growing up days. Uh, then you have Jurassic Park, and then you have the Island of Myths and Legends. That's where the visiting world of Harry Potter is. Um, there's a whole Sinbad style area um, and, and kind of an underwater Poseidon kind of section. So, some really cool areas. I, uh,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to go back to the um, Seuss Landing. Yeah. Because you, you mentioned that they brought in Dr. Seuss's widow. And, you know, that's not the first time that they brought in somebody to give an opinion on um, one of their attractions. Correct. And I've heard I've heard stories that they do it several times. And I, I, I believe J.K. Rowling had a um, say in Harry, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. She had a big
0: say in the Wizarding World yeah. of Harry Potter.
1: Um, and I know Disney's done it with the uh, Galaxy's Edge. Um, I believe that, um, I, I, you yeah, know, I may be throwing out a rumor. But um, I can't think of the guy's name. Dominic, Dominic Toretto, the guy from Fast and the Furious. Uh, Vin Diesel. The Rock?
0: Oh, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Vin. Vin Diesel had some say in the Fast and the Furious ride, um, and I, I really like that they bring these people in to give them their opinion and to say this will work, this won't work, because I feel like it makes it more of what the original creators' design or you know vision is it helps to bring some authenticity to it
0: yeah yeah so Uh, i really like that they did that a lot of people may not know as well that um at least up until fairly recently i haven't checked recently this is still accurate but uh steven spielberg for a while was one of the creative consultants for universal Mm -hmm. and islands of adventure so um many things that were done kind of had a run by steven spielberg to make sure that this was going to be uh, accurate and work for the parks and things like that. So um, that was always kind of interesting as well. Yeah. So that's kind of the different lands that we have uh, over an islands adventure. Um, again, like we were talking about universal studios, if you're looking for rides and attractions that are good for everyone, uh, we have a couple of those. We have um Pteranodon flyers. So we say it's good for everyone. Uh, Tiranodon flyers is built for the younger kids. Um, This is an interesting kind of a monorail glide ride. Um, You go up kind of high and you hang um, a couple little seats underneath the pteranodon and you glide around uh, the kids camp Jurassic area over Jurassic Park. Um, I had the opportunity to do this back when they would let adults go. Now you can't go unless you're going with a child. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't love heights, but it was a very interesting attraction. So it's interesting that it's considered a kid's ride. Um, It's very short. So that's a good thing. Um, but it's it's a pretty cool experience. If you've got little um, little adventures that want to go and try it out, you totally should. Uh, and another thing that's really great for little kids is um, Storm Force Acceleration. This is a teacup-style ride, and that's over in the Marvel area, um, in addition to everything that's over in the Seuss Landing area. great for kids, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, when your kids get a little bit taller, we're talking about 40 inches and up, a little, little older, um, we have The Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man uh, which is very similar to uh, the transformer ride or the transformer attraction was based off of Spider-Man. This is a 3d motion based ride. Um, so you actually put on 3d glasses and you ride through the building, uh, and you see what happens as Spider-Man is, uh, battling the syndicate. So pretty cool. Um, and then we have Popeye and Bluedar's Build rat barges. This is one of those, um, whitewater rafting type rides. You get about eight people to a, to a raft, uh, and you go through, um, Don't go on this if you don't want to be soaking wet. It's it's (laughs) one of those. Um, I think the last time I was on Popeye and Bluto's, I had more than ankle deep water inside the boat. Um, Mm -hmm. so literally it was starting to come up my shins. I mean, my shoes were completely submerged inside the boat. So (laughs) it's a really cool attraction. Um, it goes through and kind of tells a story about Popeye and Bluto and how they're always at each other and olive oils in there. Um, but, yeah, you're going to get soaked on this ride. So yeah. just keep that in mind. Yeah. It's um, just
1: funny because you go on some of those and you're never guaranteed to get wet. You always see like two or three people come out of the boat and their water didn't touch them.
0: Yeah. you. This one, everybody gets wet. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody so, come off very dry. <laughs> no. No. So. Uh, when you start looking for some of those ultimate thrill seeker rides, um, over there in Toon Lagoon, you also have Dudley D. Wright's Ripsaw Falls. Um, So most of the water rides are all in the back corner of the park. Jurassic Park River Adventure and Dudley D. Wright and Popeye and Bluto are all fairly close to each other. Um, But Dudley D. Wright's Ripsaw Falls is a log flume type ride that goes through uh, the Dudley D. Wright comics. Um, We also have the Jurassic Park River Adventure, like I said. Uh, So this is one of those classic Jurassic Park rides. Um, You get to go through and see the dinosaurs and then there's a big hill at the end and everybody gets a good splash. Um, You don't get soaked on that one typically. It's like face up. Good spray, but not too bad. Uh, Dudley and D-Writes, it just depends. Um, I've gotten mildly wet and I've got drenched. So um, definitely cooler cooler attractions for those hot days to check out. Yeah. There's another um, one. Oh, yeah.
1: I can tell you that on the uh, Jurassic Park River Adventure, you cannot take photos. I know that from personal experience i got yelled at twice for trying to take a picture so <laughs> i tried to get one of t-rex right before the um right before the drop and i got i got yelled at that was the second time that i got yelled at on that ride for trying to take a picture so
0: yeah the, the drop uh, catches people off guard and i think they uh, worry that you're going to drop your camera and it's going to come back at somebody so yeah yeah it, it it's It's not a bad, it's not a bad drop. It's a hill. It's like anything (laughs) else, but, uh, but it's quick. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So some of those other uh, thrill seeker attractions out there are over in the Marvel uh, superhero Island. Uh, One of those is the incredible Hulk coaster. Awesome roller coaster. If you're a roller coaster fan, it's great. This is one of those that actually has a powered launch. So you start normally going up the hill and all of a sudden uh, the gamma rays kick in and you go into a high speed launch. And as you launch and come out of the top of the tunnel, you immediately go into a barrel roll upside down. So it's really a cool attraction. Um, I believe this one goes upside down seven times. So if you are not a thrill seeker, might wanna watch from the ground on that one. Uh, And the (laughs) other one that's kind of cool is called Dr. Doom's Fear Fall. So Dr. Doom's Fear Fall is one of those, um, it's a drop style ride, but it starts off by shooting you about 110 feet straight up um so it, it you, you it's a big quick launch up you go really fast and then you kind of slowly um bounce to come back down as you come back to earth so uh we were in there once we took my mom and a friend of hers on there and the, um, i don't love heights so i will do this ride but it's not one of my favorites and uh, <laughs> i took my mom and her friend and they were like yeah you know it depends on which way is wind blowing sometimes you go and you end up at SeaWorld sometimes you go and you end up downtown orlando and they're like what <laughs> <laughs> no, no it's fine uh but it, it's definitely not for the faint of heart it's one of those yeah seekers yeah there's some I, really um, cool op- uh cool opportunities to do some great rides over there
1: yeah i i won't do dr doom's every time but if a large group of people are doing it i'll do it i'm, I'm not afraid of it it didn't those don't You know, those kind of rides don't bother me but I will ride the Hulk coaster over and over and over and over and over yep. until somebody makes me get off. Um, it's just it's it's an amazing roller coaster. and people ask what it's like, and I, I say that you know when you start, it's kind of like being shot out of a slingshot mm-hmm. like you you you've just got that ultimate just boom right out the gate, and it really does propel you through you know the barrels at the beginning and it is fast it is I, it kind of ha, it has the hulk's personality to it like it is it is angry it is violent you know but it is a great ride it doesn't beat you up like a lot of roller coasters that yeah, go through it's that pretty smooth, turns actually and loops. Yeah, yeah it is it is it's really smooth for a roller coaster that does the kind of things that it does but man it is a good ride
0: yeah so back when um Islands was getting ready to open. They actually would bring cast members and or team members over at Universal um, to test the attractions. So yeah, there was a night after hours when they were trying to do sound testing and how how noisy these attractions are going to be. Um, that we rode through Hulk. I think I think we cycled through seven times without getting off. Um, <laughs> And after about that, I was like, all right, I need a break as, as great as this is (laughs) after, yeah. After about seven times of just running through over and over and over without ever getting off and walking around for a minute, it was like, Oh, okay. Um, I will do that one multiple times, but, uh, when you actually have to get out and walk around, it helps. (laughs) Yeah. I think we did it. Did we do it two or three times? Oh, you weren't with us last time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think we did it two or three times in one day and then we did it again and the next day, we went, because we had the back-to-back days. Um, yeah, uh, I I can sit there and ride, ride that one over. And,
0: yeah, Spider Man so, is a great attraction too. Um, Spider Man yeah. and the term the uh, Transformers are, are it's a great attraction.
1: It was it was in uh, February, so I did not do or March, and I did not do either one of the waterfalls, but I really wanted to do the uh, Ripsaw Falls, and it, it just. It was already sixty degrees every day. I wasn't about to get wet and freeze the rest of the day, but
0: yeah. <laughs> I like that one as well. So, because it's more of like a water coaster, so it is it's it's a bit different. It, it is a flume yeah. type ride, but yeah, it, but it's it's got some hills and it's got some speed to it. So, yeah. so. so we also have uh, some shows and entertainment we can talk about over at uh, Islands of Adventure. Um, so the show, one of the main shows they have over there is called Poseidon's Fury. So, um, it's an interesting kind of technological show that talks a little bit about the, um, you know, gods of the sea, Poseidon and and Zeus is involved. And, um, it's just, it's a very interesting technological walkthrough kind of show. Mm -hmm. Um, if you haven't done it, you really should check it out because there's some amazing effects in there. Um. Over in Seuss Landing, you'll find things like, oh, the stories you'll hear. So they do storytelling. Sometimes the characters are involved. Uh, if you ever get to go to Universal around the holidays, um, they do an entire Grinchmas, um, yep. where all of Seuss Landing is decorated in, in Christmas and um, the Grinch comes out and actually interacts with people and talks to people. Um, there are Who's that come out. They do the telling of Grinchmas. Um, There's pretty cool things there. Um, there is another auditorium over in Toon Landing or Toon Lagoon um, that has cycled through some different shows. Um, I don't think there's anything going on over there at the moment that's announced. Um, but they have another auditorium to do some more shows so that hopefully we'll get some more entertainment coming back over there. Um, not that there's a lack of entertainment. There are a lot of characters you can meet at Islands Adventure mm-hmm. as well. So obviously over there in uh, Marvel Superhero Island, you can meet uh, Spider-Man, Captain America, Storm, Wolverine, Cyclops, Rogue, Dr. Dune, the Green Poblin. There's a lot of different characters over there. Um, As you move over into Toon Lagoon, um, Popeye, Olive Oil, um, Betty Boop are over there, sometimes Bluto. Um, If you move back into uh, Jurassic, there's a raptor encounter where you can actually go in and meet Blue the Raptor. So that's always an interesting uh, opportunity to get your picture with a raptor uh we're going to talk more about the visiting role of harry potter in the next couple days but there's some entertainment and things that go on over there as well Mm -hmm. Uh, and then as you move back through we talked about poseidon uh, and seuss landing and then occasionally we have storytellers that roam around uh in the entry area the port of entry so definitely some interesting characters and things you can find over there as well
1: yeah and i know I'm, i'm sure everybody's seen different videos of the raptor encounter and how it amazes me how many people just don't expect it and still just stand there and just get their wits scared out of them. But um, (laughs) it's, it's hilarious to sit there and watch those people just, just stand there and just wait and wait and wait and they know it's coming and they still can't protect themselves and not, you know, make a big scene. Um, So I, I really enjoy watching that one. And then another one is the Marvel characters because we, you know, within the industry, we know that Disney and Universal have an agreement as far as the characters from Marvel. So you want to explain why you can see Marvel characters inside Universal Studios Park and you don't see them at Disney?
0: Yes, especially in Florida. So it's a little bit different in California, but in Florida. Um, So Islands of Adventure was built and opened in 1999. So that was before Disney owned the rights to the Marvel Universe. So there's kind of a gentlemen's agreement in place that the characters that are represented in um universal's islands of adventure will not be represented down the street in orlando at walt disney world so that opens up a lot of other characters to be visible um so iron man um doctor strange some of the other characters from the marvel universe that are not um at islands are visible there is a spider-man attraction that is being built at uh, Disney's California Adventure over on the West Coast and a whole Marvel um, area, uh, the Marvel campus. But in Orlando, you're not going to see as much of that crossover. It's going to be kept slightly different. And again, that's just, you know, you've got a theme park that has an entire land or or island dedicated to Marvel characters um, before this, this big change happened. So, I mean, other than... Closing down an entire island and re-theming it. uh, It would be pretty difficult to do So you're not going to find hulk and spider-man at disney world um, Just for those reasons
1: now the way I learned it was Anything west of the mississippi You could see disney having marvel characters anything east of the mississippi outside of a disney cruise Universal was going to keep the Marvel.
0: Correct. So, Which that's interesting because you're right. There is Marvel Day at Sea when you are in Disney Cruise Line and you will find many of these characters there. Um, They're also slightly different. So um, Disney tends to portray more of the um, cinematic characters where a lot of the ones that are at Islands of Adventure are more of the animated or cartoon comic style versions of those characters. Yeah. So they're slightly different in that way too, way to differentiate them a little bit. Yeah. So if you're looking for some food at Islands of there's some great opportunities at food. Um, you can go to uh, Cafe Four, which also has a character meal option, and this is uh, themed after the Fantastic Four over in Marvel Superhero Island. Uh, if you go back into Toon uh, Lagoon, you will find the Comic Strip Cafe and Blondies. Um, you can go get a big Blondie sandwich. Uh, if you move back into Jurassic Park, um, There is a great barbecue place back there, uh, as well as a pizza place. Um, If you move over into um, Mythos area, there is a restaurant called Mythos. um, That's over in the uh, Myth and Legends area over there, kind of in the Poseidon section. Um, This is a great table service restaurant. Um, They have some really cool food, and the building is like aquatic animals and things, kind of carved out of stone. Um, It's a pretty cool, like big rock cave you go into, it's kind of neat. Um, also uh, for another table service option up at the front of the park is Confisco's Grill up in the port of entry. They have an amazing uh, crab and artichoke dip. That's really great. Um, so we have two table service options at Universal Studios, two table service options at Islands of Adventure, and plenty of um, quick service and counter service options. Um, the other thing to point out about Universal is they're not afraid to liquor you up. So you can go to the Backwater Bar. Um, There are several bar locations around the parks. You can actually get a beer or a cocktail and carry them around the park. Um, Islands of Venture and Universal Studios. So they're gonna take care of you that way as well. And there are dining plans at Universal Orlando, which we talked about, um, that are good both in the parks and at some of the resorts. So uh, keep those in mind.
1: Yeah, and another different um, option that Universal has that Disney does not have is that there are several different play zones, um, and playground areas throughout the two different parks. Um, so if you just kind of want to relax and let your kids kind of go and get some energy out, um, there's several different options. Like I said, there's seven of them between the two different parks of where you can go and just let them run loose for a little while. And I know Disney has the Casey junior Splash Zone, um, but universal has got seven of them. So I found that pretty interesting as well. And, and, if you have kids, you know what I'm talking about when you say you got to let them go get some energy out because sometimes when they're just waiting in line or, you know, they're sitting in all these 3D rides and things like that, they, they, they need to run. They need to get some energy out. So They're getting pent um, up. Yeah. And, I mean, I do. So I know <laughs> they need to get some out. So, um, you know, the other theme park that Universal has other than Islands Adventure and Universal Studios Florida is Volcano Bay
0: a great park. So Volcano Bay is their third park. It is a water park, um, but they they don't consider it just a water park. They consider it their third park. Um, Like any water park, you have a great um, wave pool and a big beach. There's lots of beach chairs and things you can lay out. Um, They have tube slides and water coasters. So some of the tube slides and water coasters, you'll find everything is kind of Polynesian um, styled and themed. So there's this whole story uh, about the characters that live kind of, and settled uh, Volcano Bay, um, the Waturi. And uh, so you can go in there and find um, Hanu of the Hanu Aikomoa. Uh, so this is one of the tube slides. Um, there is Krakatawa water coaster. Um, so this is one of those things where you get multiple people in kind of a canoe, uh, and the, it goes up and down hills. So you go down, It's it's like water slide. But as you're going down the hills, you're you're being propelled by the water. And as you go back up hills, it's actually propelled by uh, electromagnets. So it's kind of pushing and pulling you through the course. It's really cool. Um, And you can do that as a group. There is the uh, Mekko Pahui Round Raft Rides uh, and the Raki of Tanawa Tubes and the Tonga of Tanawa Tubes. There's a lot of different tube slides and things out there. Um, One thing that's really great to know about Islands, uh, sorry, about Volcano Bay is that uh, any of these attractions that require tubes or rafts or anything of that nature, um, you don't have to carry them and haul them up the hill with you, up the top. Uh, they are all sent up by conveyor belts. So that's pretty cool. Um, you don't have to chase your slides and, and bring all those things, carrying them around. It's not so bulky. Um, they have some body slides over there as well. So there's the Punga Racers, the Oya and Ono drop slides. Um, so the Oya and Ono, um, one of them... <laughs> drops just about three feet um, above the water when you get to the end. And that's the oh yeah. And the oh no um I believe drops seven feet above the water. So it's you actually a have little higher. yeah you have a bit of a drop once you come out of the bottom of the slide before you hit the pool. Um so that's why it's the oh yeah and oh no. Those are kind of fun. <laughs> uh they also have the Akala and Tai Nui serpentine body slides. Um there is the Punga racers so there's a lot of things going on over there. Um and there's a body plunge attraction. So one of those that the you kind of get in the capsule and the floor opens up and you get to go down the hill. Uh, I don't know. I'll be doing that one. But, you know. I don't care for those either. <laughs> really cool things going out there. Um, the, the place is beautifully landscaped. It is really yes. nice. You really feel like you've gone to a tropical island. Um, there's some really cool things going on over there. Uh, again, you have um, one of the largest wave pools in Central Florida over there. Uh, And there are two um, lazy rivers over there. So one's actually uh, the lazy river and one is the fearless river. So one is actually a fast moving um, style lazy river. So there's some really cool things to do. Um, I have never been a huge water park fan. I've done Typhoon Lagoon and I had a really good time. Um, But I got to tell you, when we went through Volcano Bay, I want to go hang out there. It is pretty cool. Um, they, they thought of a lot of things. So there's actually misters on the ground near the planters in many of the places. So as the ground gets hot and you're walking around, there's misters keeping the ground wet and kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you're not walking around bare feet all hot. Uh, there are some great food and dining locations inside Cabana Bay, uh, Volcano Bay. Um, again, you can go get an adult beverage. Um, everything over there is kind of polynesian influenced um there's a lot of mango a lot of fruits uh in in many of the things you can get um some of them really look delicious uh and again uh dining plan and adult beverages galore over in volcano bay and one other thing that they have that's really great is you can actually rent a cabana at volcano bay so if you wanted to have a little more uh, of an exclusive kind of experience There's a couple different kinds of cabanas you can get Um, one of them has seating for up to six and they are two story so you could have the lower level or the upper level on those Um, some of them are a single level uh, cabana for six and then there's actually a family cabana that can take up to 16 guests Um, these are really great to consider it's a little extra Uh, it all depends on um season and availability and what's available for those um, but these come with a concierge service from a cabana attendant. So you actually have somebody, if you wanted to get a cocktail or you wanted to get a soft drink uh, or food, the cabanas, uh, cabana attendants will actually come to you and you can place your order and they will bring those things to you. Um, so you get some concierge service going on there. They do come with uh, complimentary fruit baskets and snacks, as well as a small refrigerator that is pre-stocked with bottled water. Uh, they have complimentary locker and towel service at the cabanas. Um, so... You know, it's really a great little extra. If you want to have a great day where you're just going to hang out um, and you want to have that little extra with the snacks and uh, a, a private space for your family, uh, it, it's really a cool opportunity to check out.
1: Yeah. And you mentioned the um, uh, quick service and, and dining options. Uh, and I know one thing everybody is always concerned about when they go to water parks is carrying around money. Mm -hmm. And cash and wallets and things like that with Volcano Bay has a actually a really unique system for helping with that and it's called a tapu tapu system Mm -hmm. where you get what's kind of like a um, basically it's kind of like a fast pass for the uh, or a magic band for Volcano Bay and there's four different options that you can use this tapu tapu system for and you can tap to ride you can tap to pay tap to play and I cannot remember the fourth one photos Yes. Um, They have photo stations throughout the park, just like um, the other three theme parks. And you just walk up to a ride and you tap your little bracelet and it tells you what time to come back. It's all kind of a virtual
0: queue, right? Yeah. So So you don't actually have um, to stand in line for the attractions.
1: No. And you can pay with it. So you don't have to carry around money or cash. Um, And then the tap to play is so for the winding rivers and the, um, lazy rivers, you can actually walk up to what's kind of like a water gun. You can tap your tappy tappy bracelet on it and you can actually shoot the people in the river with some water <laughs> and just kind of spray them. So, um, one of my favorite name. things to do. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things to do while I'm at, at, the, at the park, but, um, I love volcano Bay. I'm not a big water park person either, but I do love volcano Bay It has enough to keep me entertained, but it also has enough to l- allow me to rest. Yep. So it's a good combination of both. And
0: um, I have to get to take was pretty cool technology.
1: Yeah. And, and I see them using it a little bit more here in the future for the theme parks. After mm-hmm. everything that's gone through over the last couple of months, I see them using that same kind of technology. So um, very groundbreaking stuff. Yep. Um, I guess it lives uh, CityWalk, doesn't it? Yep. So... Uh, Universal City Walk opened in 1999 as part of the expansion. So when they uh, designed Island's Adventure and Universal Studios Florida, they had two different theme parks and they had needed one way to allow people to get from the parking lot to the theme parks. So they created City Walk, which is an outdoor shopping area. It's not just shopping. There are tons of restaurants there. Um, you have some live entertainment with the Blue Man Group. You have the Groove Dance Club. You have Universal Cinemark, which is a movie theater. You have the Hollywood drive-in golf course, which is putt-putt. Um, and then you having have the Rising Star Karaoke. All those are different live entertainments that you can do uh, mostly at night. Um, some of them you can do throughout the day. But There's one other one there, the too.
0: So we forgot about the uh, Hard Rock Cafe. The Hard Rock Cafe actually has Hard Rock Live. Oh, it's one of the yeah. largest concert venues there on the property as well. Yeah. It's just attached to the restaurant. I forgot about it all the time. Yeah. Um, but, and Rising, yeah. Rising Star, do you know what's different about that? We say it's about. karaoke. So it's karaoke. However, on select nights, they actually have a uh, live band and backup singers. So you oh. may go in and do karaoke mm-hmm. with a live drummer and somebody playing guitar. And there's uh, a couple of women that do backup singing. So they have little dances to the different songs you do and stuff like the old style. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. It's a pretty cool yeah. place.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of people are very familiar with Disney Springs. This is Universal's version of that. Um, so it's nighttime attract, uh, nighttime entertainment for the most part after the parks close. Uh, you go back change. Um, if you've been at the water park all day, it gives you something to do afterwards if you're not so tired. Um, great entertainment options there, but you also have some really popular, uh, really good dining options. Um, and some of these, not all of them, but some of them are on the Universal Dining Plan as well but some of the more popular ones are you have bar Marley's you have Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. You have the dueling pianos at Pat O'Brien's. You have the hot dog hall of fame, which you can get a hot dog and just about any variation that you can come up with. Um, you have the Harbor cafe, as Alan mentioned, NBC sports bar and grill. You have the voodoo donut, which is a very popular donut shop where, again, anything you can think of to put on a donut, they have put on a donut there. (laughs) And they are monster-sized donuts. I would say they're probably about five inches in diameter. Um, And they're really not that expensive. So I love donuts, and I love checking that one out. Um, Another one that I I have a really bad sweet tooth. The Toothsome (laughs) Chocolate Emporium is probably my favorite restaurant between any one of the – two different destinations, Disney or universal. So great chocolate, uh, options there. They have like um,
0: shakes that are like the size of your head, things like that. Yeah. It's, it, but they also
1: have, you know, food too. Food. I don't know. I don't know why you would go and eat food there, but people apparently do. So
0: <laughs> They have such great I desserts. Dessert. Why would you want the food? Yes. Right.
1: <laughs> just give me the desserts. So, um, but lots of different, Options to do there. Uh, there's also a sandwich shop that we didn't mention. Um, and then you've got some more local restaurants there as well. But uh, you have Bubba Gump, uh, Shrimp, lots of different options outside of the theme parks. So when you just kind of want to relax or whatever, you, you have the option to go on to City Walk and, and take an hour or so to eat one of the more high end uh,
0: sit down restaurants. Mm-hmm some pretty cool choices there too yeah i love margaritaville i eat there a lot when we go it's very
1: well, i mean of course it's jimmy buffett so it's great. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you got your island music um you got your you know any alcoholic contraction you can think of he has there and you know the, i i like the fruity ones so um
0: and there's a lot of live entertainment there too so you have yes multiple yeah. venues that have live entertainment and then often there's um there's a couple stages outdoor stages so there are people out there as well um so it's a good time at city walk we enjoy it
1: it really is um we did the blue man group last time we were there it's very different um and i think every experience with the blue man group is is unique um so it was good to check that one out um like i said there's Putt-Putt um, lots to do, lots to do. And it really is just a, you know, if you get in early from your hotel or you've got a day where your flight leaves late or something, I mean, you just go over to city walk and just relax, get a good meal and enjoy some music and just, just relax. So, um, I said we, we're going to have to do an episode on the resorts cause I think we're kind of running out of time, but do you know how many resorts they actually have on property at universal studios?
0: I want to say we're up to eight.
1: We are up to eight now eight, and, yeah. uh, the summer dockside was the newest addition. Um, it just opened in the spring. Um, well, it was supposed to open in the spring. I actually haven't checked to see if it was open yet. I believe it is. Um, but I've, I've stayed the Surfside Resorts and for a value resort it is super, super nice. Um, but they also have the Aventura, they have Sapphire Falls, they have Lowe's Royal Pacific, they have the Hard Rock Hotel, Lowe's Portofino, and Cabana Bay. So and we stayed at Cabana Bay in uh, this past winter or March and um, that's a very nice one as well for the money.
0: Yeah, again, there's a lot of different... Um themes and amenities that go on all these. So obviously the hard rock, uh, you know, is kind of California style theming um, mission style kind of Portofino is awfully all themed after Portofino, Italy. Um, Mm -hmm. The Royal Pacific is very Island South Pacific kind of feel. Um, Aventura is one of the newer um, mid-priced. It's a tower. It's very modern and classic. Um, uh, Sapphire Falls is very um, Caribbean feeling um, you go to cabana bay um, one of the values and that is uh, 50s um, art Deco-y kind of feel uh, and mm-hmm. then the two newest ones there um, the uh, surfside and dockside inn um, are all kind of beach and um, beach and marina themed um, so there's really cool options uh good choices everything's very um florida you know when you get outside there's lots of great um, themes and um, yeah. everything's Great outdoor faces. the uh, the The rooms are really nice. Uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of great options in there. We're definitely going to have to do a resort recap for Universal.
1: They're, yeah. they're growing. Yeah, they, they are, and um, I think it's something that they've decided to take a little bit more interest in. Um, and you know, again, we say we we love Volcano Bay, and if you're staying at Cabana Bay, there's a backside entrance into Volcano Bay where you can skip the um, main entrance. Yep. So could could cut some time out on a busy summer day.
0: So, yep, yeah. Cabana Bay is also one of the only resorts that has a lazy river. So it's kind of interesting too. Lazy yeah. river over at Cabana Bay. Yeah. Um, and lots of really cool options. If you've never thought about Universal as a, a resort or destination, it's definitely worth thinking about, um, you know, three different parks currently, multiple resorts, an entertainment complex, all kind of in one um, kind of concise little area. Um, it, it doesn't feel cramped by any means. Uh, it's definitely easier to get around um, than sometimes Disney World is. But definitely something worth considering. And they, they have some great deals. Um, you can get a great package for Universal.
1: Yeah, I love their promos and and right now they're running one. They've extended it actually because of the whole COVID situation where if you get um, you buy two day tickets, you get two days attached to it. So you get four days for the price of two. Yep. So that is a great deal. So, and they, they do that frequently. Uh, their, their promos are are really, really good. And um, one thing we'll get into you know, over the next couple of episodes um, because we haven't mentioned a whole lot about the Wizarding World Harry Potter. They also have a Wizarding World Harry Potter package for everybody that's a Harry Potter fan. Mm-hmm. So um, something to to look forward to over the next couple of episodes. But I, I do love Universal. I love their promos. I love how easy they make everything. Um, so, yeah, as as Alan said, if you don't typically think of a Universal vacation, um, maybe now's right. the time to start thinking of one. Yeah. yeah. So... I am. I've been kind of toying around the idea of planning one myself uh, because of the whole COVID thing. I want to get out. I want to explore. And, you know, universe was open and ready to go. And so am I.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people are getting ready to get out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that is true. So, um, I think we about covered everything this time, didn't
0: we? We did. So we want to know if you guys are listening, um, you know, Let us know in the comments. Have you been to Universal Orlando Resort? Have you ever done it? Um, What was your favorite park? What was your favorite attraction? What was your favorite resort? We'd love to hear from you guys. Let us know what you think.
1: Yeah, so um, again, thank you guys for listening. Catch us next time as we dive into the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. We're going to take one of the parks and break it down a little bit more um, with all the different... Harry potter attractions and things you can do within inside the wizarding world of harry potter we're going to talk about the uh, Hogwarts express and why you need a park to park ticket for that um and we're going to have a guest with us and uh, she's going to kind of enlighten us a little bit about her her believe uh feelings on the wizarding world of harry potter she's our harry potter expert within our company so um If you want more information on us and who we are and our podcast episodes, Alan, you want to tell them where they can find us?
0: Yep. Be sure to keep checking us out at Facebook. We are at Gears Podcast on Facebook. Uh, We're going to be doing some more interactive things on our Facebook page. So make sure you're checking that out. Uh, You can also find us on Twitter or Instagram at Gears underscore podcast and on the web at www.gearspodcast.com. Uh, on there you can uh, listen to all of our current episodes or find out where you can uh, subscribe and listen to us Uh, we are available on all the major platforms uh, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. we are on spotify and stitcher Uh, so make sure you subscribe and follow us we look forward to hearing uh, or seeing more about you having you hear about us (laughs) we look forward to making sure you guys are (laughs) in touch with us how's that (laughs) that works
1: so (laughs) um as always, we like to leave you guys with a little quote. This one comes from Harry Potter. Um, it actually comes from the great Albus Dumbledore. And it's he says, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live. So make sure you guys are going out, you're living and you're making some memories. Sure. While you're at it, make those memories at Universal Studios. So, yep. <laughs> Looking forward to talking to you guys next time. And um, thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys tuning in. I'll catch you next time. Thank you. See you.
0: Bye-bye.